You're listening to special programming sponsored by Triple Eight Media Group. The content of this program does not reflect the views or opinions of 91.5 Jazz and More, the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. You're tuned in to the 411 with SOS, the business of the music business for those who don't know but need to know. Hello, welcome to the 411 with SOS. I'm your host, Sandra Smith. We are continuing our conversation on the business of music. Just a reminder, you can hear our show the second Sunday of every month at 8.30 a.m. right here on 91.5 Jazz and More. Today, I have a treat for you guys. My sister is here. She's not my biological sister. She's my sister friend. We became friends because everybody in the industry kept telling me that I sounded like her. So if you guys find the similarity in our voices, she's actually another person. It's not just me talking to myself. (laughs) I have with me today on the show my friend Andrea Harley, who is a longtime friend, but she and her husband also own an independent record label. And as we continue our conversation that is geared towards enlightening and giving education and information to independent artists, I thought it would be a great time to talk with her. She can shed some light on the process and just how, if you are patient, Mm -hmm. patience is your friend. So Andrea, welcome to my show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Appreciate you. So give us a little bit of information on your label. Tell us the name of the label. Mm-hmm. The name of the label is called Mocha Music. Tell me about the artists that you and Maurice have signed to the label. So we have one artist currently signed, Jay Brown. He's an R&B singer. Mm-hmm. And he's been with us for mm, 10 years. 10 years. 10 years. Mm -hmm. And it's just now starting to pop. Right. He had a very successful, well, he's had a couple of successful singles. Mm -hmm. The last single called Vibe Mm -hmm. was a top 10 on the R&B chart, if I'm not mistaken. I think the record peaked at like number eight or something, which is quite significant. And it's quite an accomplishment for an independent artist that is Mm -hmm. not funded by a major record label. And major record label, I mean, they have bottomless amounts of money. Yes. So I agree with you and your husband in that I think that John is a tremendous talent. Mm, thank you so much. And um, I have, I'm happy to be a part of the process. I was very instrumental in the success of the last single. I'm really proud of that. We're all committed to helping you guys break him even further. He's dropping a new single in a couple of weeks mm-hmm. that we all believe is going to really you know, really take him to an even higher level of success and awareness. Mm-hmm. But the the length of time that it has taken you from the time you guys discovered John to literally now, 10 years is a long time. So mm-hmm. as we talk about the process, you know, a lot of people think that just because they're talented, that's enough for them to be able to jump onto the scene and pop and it happens quick, 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 fast like that. Tell me that that is not Mm -hmm. the case. No, that isn't the case. Um, It's an arduous task. It takes a lot of time, um, money from our own savings account to Mm -hmm. make sure that 
um, this artist reaches the specific level that we would like for him to reach, to reach that performance goal. It's money for styling. It's money moving him from San Francisco to whatever radio station is requesting that he performs. Mm-hmm. And aside from that, it's really the prerequisite are the relationships that my husband and I have. Mm-hmm. Just talking about the artist. What do we bring to the table? How can we help your station? How can we partner with you? Mm-hmm. And that was a huge factor for us in that, to your point, we don't have the endless well of money, the endless money growing out of trees that a Universal has or a Sony Music Group. Mm-hmm. So we had to be very strategic in where we wanted to place his music and what type of music we wanted to kind of lean into. And so for us, that was the R&B um, format. Format, correct. Mm-hmm. But to just connect that dot 10 years ago, my husband discovered him in Detroit, bought it to uh, Universal Music. At the time, my husband was working for Universal Music. And they were like, great, we'll sign him. And from that deal, only one record, one single off of that album was promoted. And that was it. Mm-hmm. Because even when you're with a major label and we thought the record was good, but when you're competing with a Kim or there's a Drake record coming up or, you know, there's a Cardi B or whomever is on that Rasta, then guess what? You may move down the slot or guess what? You know, we're going to change the pool of money that you have access to. Mm-hmm. And for us, it's like, OK, <sighs> disappointment but yet so the benefit to you and your Mm -hmm. husband you know of course us being on the inside of the business we Mm -hmm. understand that there's a constant pivoting yes yes i was explaining earlier in some other shows that i did that everybody believes that they want to be signed to a major label and the benefit of being on a major label of course is that you then have access to all of the tools and the assets and the money that it required to help Mm -hmm. you move your career However, you're also still in a queue, right? Yes. So you're waiting in line for your turn and make no mistake about it. If somebody pops off before you, you get pushed to the back of the line. You get pushed to the back of the line. You really do. And that's what it is. And and you're technically waiting your turn again to get back in the queue. And that could be a year. Could be a year. Could be two years. Or it could be, you know what, at the end of two years, We don't think we want you in the queue any longer. And they drop you. And they drop you. So these are the things that we want you to know that when I say patience is your friend, you have to be committed and you have to be committed for the long haul Mm -hmm. because it could happen in the first single or it could take, how many singles has John dropped now? Uh, This is, I think, the fifth Fifth. one. We're rolling up on the fifth one. Yeah. And so between Universal and when we relaunched his career, because everything now becomes a relaunching. You got to start over because nobody remembers. Exactly. And so when we did that, maybe about three years ago, um, we found a different producer and a songwriter. Mm -hmm. And that's a process in itself because... That songwriter and producer has to gel with the artist. Yes. And if they don't gel, guess what? There isn't really synergy. There's no synergy. There's no creativity. You can hear the stress in the music. It's not like, okay, I'm there. I'm having fun. I'm giving it my all. 
you hear less than your all. Exactly. And so that in itself is a huge task. And talk about the process, the process that is still a financial investment. Oh, absolutely. Because you're going into the studio, studio Mm -hmm. time. Studio time, time, producer, engineer time. Yes, engineer time. And then, okay, so if you're songwriting or the producer's songwriting, you get to, okay, does the producer want to give you, well, I shouldn't say, nobody gives you anything. But (laughs) the track, the producer may say, okay. I'm holding this for. I'm holding this for points, for royalty, or I am going to charge you 10 grand and still take my royalty. Exactly. And if you don't pay the 10 grand, you don't, you get, don't get you don't get the wave track, you don't get the files. there's some other fi- there's a whole mm-hmm. bunch of files. You don't get any of that to send to mastering. Yes. So you're kind of it's 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 a process that you have to really believe in yourself and believe in the product. With John We believe in John. Now, the flip side of that is you also have to have an artist that is dedicated to this career. Mm -hmm. You have to have an artist that is constantly improving their craft. Year over year. Because you have to stay relevant. Because if you have an antiquated sound mm -hmm. and they're doing something different right now Mm -hmm. on the radio, on, you know, zeitgeist, so to speak, Mm you, right? So you have to constantly. (laughs) You won't fit in. Yeah. It's like putting a square in a a circle hole. It's not, it's just not going to fit. But when I say the artist must, you know, perfect their craft. Yes. It's not only finding the right music, but it's investing in yourself so Mm -hmm. if you're a singer then that means you should be seeing seeing a vocalist Mm -hmm. that means that you should live on social media Mm -hmm. all the things that you can do as an artist you should do more than a hundred percent because when you're with a small label everybody's wearing multiple hats yes there are days when I'm doing strategic plannings. There are days when I'm calling you and saying, okay, what's going on at radio? There are days when I'm talking to radio. There are days when I'm talking with the publicist. There are days when I'm talking with the artists and trying to be that nucleus for my little networking constellation and making sure that all the pieces are moving in tandem. And then also reeling my husband in. My husband has become more creative. He does a lot of writing. So that's where his focus is. And he's like, Andrea, okay, let me just give you everything else. And that's okay because, you know, my background coming from Atlantic Records, mm-hmm. um, worked there for... 20-something mm, okay. years. 20 years, yeah. And then moved over to the radio side. So I understand what radio is looking for, how they make their money. So when I talk to radio, I want to speak the language that they understand. Not only that my artist, I think he's great, the music is great, but how can I partner with you? Can you get your salesperson in on this? Because if your salesperson is pitching a client... Let's make all of this a win-win, yes. not only for us, the uh, record label, but for the radio station and your client. So you have to understand what swim lane you're in mm-hmm. and how fast that swimmer is going. Mm-hmm. What's the temperature of the water? Mm-hmm. It is. And again, this show is called The Business of Music because we have all encountered too many people Mm -hmm. that are just on the the misguided impression Mm -hmm. that all they have to be is talented and write 
a record that everybody likes. There are so many moving parts mm -hmm. to that, and the competition is so intense. So I'm yes. always trying to reiterate that as an independent artist, you have the task, like you just said, of wearing multiple, multiple hats mm -hmm. because the playing field is still what it is. Yes. And if you're competing against somebody who has an arsenal, and that's what a record label is. You have mm -hmm. an arsenal. You have multiple departments all working in tandem. The marketing department, the PR department, mm -hmm. the video department, the radio department. We all it's me get together, right? And we decide this is how we're going to impact mm -hmm. this project. When you are an independent label or you are an independent artist, all of that falls on you mm -hmm. because you still have to show up as competent as the majors. And mm -hmm. that's the thing that I keep stressing is that Nobody's giving you a pass because you're an indie artist. The game is played a certain way mm -hmm. and you have to figure out how to play mm -hmm. the game that way. Yeah. And you have to show up and be competitive. You can't Very. show up and be half... Right. Half. There's no you half can't. stepping. There's no half committed. Right. And, right. you know, one of the things that I tell the, the, the folks that, you know, I consult with right now is... There are so, like, literally, you have to be on all these platforms. Mm -hmm. It Social media is a full-time job yes. in itself, yes. right? Just that, like, to be doing the bare minimum, you have to be on all these platforms. Mm -hmm. And you have to be there talking to your audience consistently. Yep. So you cannot have an artist that's not committed to their success mm -hmm. as much as you are committed to their success. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to tell you, I'm super impressed by the fact that you guys have been very ride or die with him you know mm -hmm. not that it's not worth it right mm -hmm. but i know that from a financial place you guys have invested hundreds of thousands of dollars mm -hmm. into breaking this artist into delivering him to the marketplace mm -hmm. and having the world see what you see in him right and you have to be willing to ride the wave all the way because yes we've invested an ungodly amount of money and we still haven't recouped that yet we don't recoup, recoup anything until this record goes number one or crosses over into a different market or until he's on tour. Mm -hmm. Just because you may have a number one record, that record could be number one for the week. And guess what? You may not have garnered a re enough, sales enough sales to recoup. Yeah. Paying the stylist. The stylist. <laughs> the, the video PR person. The video shoot. Mm -hmm. The travel mm -hmm. that he has to do. Because mm -hmm. once you impact the record at radio mm -hmm. and the streaming platforms, you have to support there's it. a demand for him. Mm -hmm. Right? And nowadays, back in the day when you and I were starting out, radio stations had budgets mm -hmm. to help you bring an artist in. Mm -hmm. That's gone. All gone. Everything is, can you bring him in for free? So We'll you give you ground and hotel. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. And so with that, you have to consider, okay, once you have you have the promotional budget, or I should say the A&R budget, mm -hmm. which is everything you do to get, the, to get the record there that you're going to submit to radio for airplay, and then you move into the promotional budget. And that is how, how you move the artist and your team from point A to point B. Mm -hmm. That's always a cost. And if a radio station does happen to pick up the tab, they will make they just may pick up a tab for two people. Mm -hmm. So that may be me and John. And right. then I have to fly in, I have to pay to fly in his DJ. Mm -hmm. They may just give us one night in a hotel. Well, he lives in we're so. going from west coast to east coast. It, it's just the the amount of money that you have to be willing 
to put out, you have to understand that, okay, I know my pay, I know there's going to be a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Right. I just got to keep my head down and just be focused and also be strategic in what you accept, which radio stations you go in. What and do market. something for for free. Yeah. And basically. it's not only about radio. How do you how do you monetize when you go into that market? How do you capitalize on his um, visibility? So it's radio. It's tapping into the publicity, um, television. Yes, radio. Yeah, because you want all of that to come to play in tandem. Right. You want the visual to be there. To be smart, to maximize the money that you spent to get him in a market. And then, of course, Mm -hmm. if you can then get him into a market, are there drivable markets nearby, Mm -hmm. right? So then Mm -hmm. you're going into the market for one event, but you don't want to then just pack him up and send him back to the West Coast after one date. You want to then jump to the next market Mm -hmm. and pedal jump to the next market so that you then exposed him to at least four or five different Exactly. Stations, exactly. audiences in that region, mm-hmm. in that area. Yeah, so that's a part of the strategy. Yes. Yes, it is. That you're talking yes, about. Yes, it is. Yeah. And so it's, um, you know, the record industry is one of those industries where you just love it. You just love what you do. I know that it's been ingrained in me now and I love it, but my viewpoint is very different from when I was a promotion person. How very, so? Um, my viewpoint is more... I think as a promotion person, I was only, I had blinders on. Okay, I just want to get my records played. I want to, you know, make sure that this record goes into power rotation and that's it. Um, I really didn't understand how a radio station operates. And as I continue, you know, as a rookie, of course, I really just trying to figure out my job. But as I moved more into larger markets and had the opportunity to sit down and speak with maybe the general manager or the operations manager, general just sales manager, right? Just get an idea of, you know, how does radio make money and to understand, actually, Elroy Smith made it very simple. I was at a, at a station in um, Chicago, as you know, and I had an artist come there and he stopped music so that they can interview this artist for a half an hour. Right. And when we were done, this particular artist um, was a little bit ungrateful. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be on the radio for another 45 minutes, another hour. And Elroy said, I stopped playing music and commercials for you so that you could be on the number one station in the number three market during drive time. And that was so profound to me because that's how they make their money. When they run commercials, if it's during drive time, morning show or drive time when you're driving home from work, that's a premium. Highest listening time. Yes. And so for a radio station to stop the music, to have an artist come and talk talk in the middle of what would have been thousands of dollars in revenue. Exactly. So that's your point to understanding. Mm -hmm. So a couple of weeks ago, I did another show on how to be a good client. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the things that we talked about is that you then also have to understand the business Mm -hmm. that you're in. Yes. Right. Everybody thinks that radio stations are free. 
and they're just there to play your music. Mm-mm. They're not. Mm-mm. They have overhead. They have employees. Mm-hmm. They have rent. They have expenses. And the only way that they make money is by getting good ratings mm-hmm. to sell advertising at a higher rate. Yeah, exactly. And you and I both know that drive times generate the most money mm-hmm. for a radio station mm-hmm. because it's the highest listening time. Yep. So part of what I know you're doing because I know you is that you're educating your artist on the business Absolutely. of music. Absolutely. Understanding this is not just about you making a hit record and then automatically everybody's mm-hmm. going to, it's going to be like a domino and everything falls. No, you have to understand your partners mm-hmm. at radio, mm-hmm. at the streaming services, at wherever. And anytime they're stopping their business to accommodate you, you must that's be a grateful. Gift. You not you, only must you be grateful, but if you're not, they're not going to play your record. Absolutely. They're not going to have you back. Yes, absolutely. So when the, one of the things that I do when we're out on the road, I prep my artists before we even walk into the station. You need Let me to- stop you for a second, because mm-hmm. one of the things that we always talk about is what has disappeared since you and I were in the game to mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. There is no artist development. No, there's no artist development and there isn't any media training at all. None. And so we'll we'll come we'll circle back to media training. But I believe in prepping my artists, letting them know who are the key players here, where this station ranks, what this station is known for, how they're embedded in the market, so that when he walks into that station, he has a point of reference. He can st- he can start the dialogue because a lot of times artists think, oh, this is just about being interviewed. No, this is really a conversation that you want to engage in. Mm-hmm. You want to ask the on-air personality, so how did you get started? What was your career like? And let me share with you, find that common thread mm-hmm. so that the interview becomes not a conversation it becomes a conversation of discovery exactly exactly and so when we circle back to artists um media training that (laughs) i'm sorry you can't see my face that too can be an arduous task because um it's it's really about how do you present yourself how do you articulate your music what's what inspires you what motivates you your brand how do, yes mm-hmm. your brand how do you interact when you walk into the station or walk into the ad agency mm-hmm. how to answer questions how to be thorough and just I know this is going to sound really bizarre, but how to speak proper English. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or at the very least, you know, like I always say, you walk into a room and you read the room. Who are the people that you're interacting with? Mm-hmm. You, we all pivot and make adjustments based on who we're talking to. When Absolutely. you and I are kiki mm-hmm. it's a whole different thing, right? Mm-hmm. When we mm-hmm. have to present ourselves, you know, so you have to be adaptable because it is yeah. your business. Exactly. And you have to be willing to also... Um, be that salesman. It, it requires. Oh, you're that. the number one salesman for yourself. Yes. Because if they decided they didn't like how you were there, boom, There's nothing I can do. And what spreads faster? The word of mouth. That word will of mouth. either uplift you or, or crush you. Yes, exactly, exactly. And we've both worked with artists where we've seen where that's happened. Exactly. So it just requires steadfastness, and it requires. Um, you have to have an artist that also gels with you. Mm-hmm. 
you know, that will it, listen to you because there right. are a lot of artists that don't want to take direction. Mm-hmm. They don't want they don't want the benefit of your wisdom because, mm-hmm. of course, like we were saying earlier, everybody thinks they show up and it's a new day. Yes. So that's like an old fashioned way of doing things. No, we're not going to do that. Right. No. Good business is good business. Absolutely. And that should always be at the forefront of your mind. How is this going to impact my business? Because, you know, Mocha Music is also, you know, that's our brand. Yeah. So. When my artist is out and you and if he should do something crazy, my next conversation with him is, first of all, that's not how we do business. And now you are impacting my brand. And that's that's not okay, Right. Under any circumstances. And artists sometimes are are a little um, temperamental. They're just, you know, they get in their feelings. And I can just give you an example. We showed up for one one event and. The conversation that I have with my artists is your job is to perform whether there is five, 50, 500, 5,000 people. Yep. So if this event is less than what you expected. Manage your expectations. Exactly. Exactly. Manage your expectations. That's what you need to do. You go out there, you perform. Think of it as now I have an opportunity to spend one-on-one time with really my fans. Connect. Right. You have to really be able to look uh, through the lens of a positive out. For everything. Yes. You can't get stuck in, oh, my God, why did this happen? You know, it's not a lot of people, blah, blah, blah. And Mm -hmm. so it's managing expectations, uh, managing emotions, Mm -hmm. um, sometimes managing, you know. So what did you wear today? Like, why do you have that on? That's not show ready. We need to get show ready. Show ready. That's that's for like when we're walking into Target or Starbucks. That's not show ready. And so it's, it requires... A and lot. It does. And I have to say that I'm so grateful that I had the opportunity. And I started, as you know, in the New York office at Atlantic Records. Mm-hmm. So at my disposal was retail, promotions, publicity, marketing. So for me, it was great having that bird's eye view of understanding how all of these different departments operate and what they're looking for. Little did I know years later that I would be tapping into that, but it was a great learning lesson. And then, you know, all the other experiences that come into play. But um, for the most part, Artists and the label have to have that synergy. Mm-hmm. And artists, producers, songwriters have to have the same synergy. It has to... Patience be- is your friend mm-hmm. and everybody is clear mm-hmm. on it could take a year, mm-hmm. it could take 10 years. Yeah. It can take a year, 10 years, and don't quit your job. Don't, <laughs> don't quit your job until we say, okay, we have we that... Enough- we got that fabulous tour where you're going to be on the road for the next six months. Opening up is going to guarantee X amount of money. So that there's no stress on your mm-hmm. life because everybody still has to pay their bills while you're building this career. Exactly. That could take a minute or could take 10 minutes. So, exactly. Yes. And and you really don't make a lot of money until... Initially, you don't. You really don't until... Mm-hmm. You, you start to make the money when you're able to tour. Yes. Because we know that that, for the yes. most part, is money that the label doesn't tap into. A right. small label anyway. Right. I mean, right. the big ones are doing all these 360 deals, so yes. you're giving them a piece of all your action. Right. And so we don't have that. But, right. But 
you know, we don't make as much money on touring because he's an opening act. And mm-hmm. opening acts never get paid a lot of money. So by the time you fly everyone in, by the time you pay for the hotel, car service, yeah. or rental car, if you walk away with two grand, three grand, then that's a lot. And it goes to him because mm-hmm. you got to compensate him for his time so basically as we wrap it up today thank you so much for sharing all of that Mm. experience with us we want to what would you say to people that are listening to us that Mm. are in a similar position um and who you know Mm -hmm. what kind of takeaway would you give them with respect to the process that Mm -hmm. we just talked about your Mm -hmm. best advice Mm -hmm. basically okay so my three takeaways would be one understand your brand Know it, be able to articulate it. What what makes you want to be a singer? What puts what do you feel will put you in that spotlight that mm-hmm. honors you, mm-hmm. your authentic self? That's one. Two, be consistent. This becomes your full-time job or your part-time job. Whatever it is, if you're working part-time and singing, be consistent in how you show up for your job. Because Record labels, small labels, we're not going to work hard for you if you don't work hard for yourself. That's any label. That's not just a a small Mm -hmm. label. Mm -hmm. That's a major label because you and I both know if we had an artist that was difficult, we can put them on the shelf and we Mm -hmm. can keep it moving. Absolutely. who's standing behind you that wants a shot? Absolutely. And then understand that once you make that decision, sometimes your life is no longer your life. Because people are going to hit you up on the DM, what's going on, da 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 So you have to make, you have to understand that when we're out, you may not have any privacy anymore until you get to your room. Boom, boom. And yes, you may be required to wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning to be on a show. So if we got in at 4, probably don't go to sleep. We'll get coffee and go right to the morning show. You have to be willing to work <laughs> Some, had, sometimes 12, 14, 24 hours, hours and then get yes. up and drive to the next city. Yes. You, it's a grind. It's a grind. It's a hu- you have to be willing to get your hustle and grind on. Nonstop. I'll never mm-hmm. forget, and we'll wrap it up with this. Um, I, I worked with Anderson Pack at the last mm-hmm. label that I worked for, mm-hmm. and I had a tour with him, and, and he was like, Sandra, I'm not a morning person. Can we make these interviews at like noon? I was like, no, <laughs> no. it's morning radio. It's morning radio. They want you on. <laughs> yeah, I want you on. So that's it. That's gonna wrap it up. Wrap it up for us today. Thank you, my sister. I appreciate uh, you coming and sharing your insight. Oh, thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. pleasure. Thanks again. This is the four one one on the business of music with SOS. I'm Sandra Smith. Thank you, and have a great week. <laughs>